Hello, this is Father Michael Eads from the Toronto Oratory, and you're listening to Lexio et Oratio, a short spiritual reading podcast followed by a reflection. The Life of St. Philip Neri by Antonio Galonio, Section 4, Chapter 43. Predictions. In August of that same year of Christ, 1556, Guglielmo Buca fell ill. When Philip heard of it, he said, he will certainly not recover from this present illness. These words were not in vain. The sick man was indeed defeated by his disease and died that same year, fortified by the sacraments of the church. I think it was about the same time that Francesco Fortino, one of Philip's spiritual sons, entrusted 300 gold pieces to Alessio Bettini, himself rumored to be a very rich man, without Philip's knowing anything about it. But when it did come to his ears, although he knew nothing about finance, he immediately ordered his disciple to reclaim the money he had deposited with no delay. He obeyed the command although he was embarrassed at going back in the afternoon to withdraw the money he had deposited with the banker only that morning. Still, he chose to obey Philip, aware of the value of obedience, rather than suit his own fancy. He took the money back from Alessio, and only a few days later, the general rumor began that although nothing had been further from men's thoughts, the banker had failed. In the event, through misfortune, rather than anything criminal, I believe, he lost his inheritance and also his private means and was unable to meet his creditors. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Angels of God, our guardians dear, to whom God's love commits us here, Ever this day be at our side to light and guard, to rule and guide. Amen. Most sacred heart of Jesus, teacher of teachers, have mercy on us. St. Philip Neri, choices of priests, gentle guide of youth, vessel of the Holy Ghost, pray for us. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. The virtue of obedience involves following the will of our superior. It means doing what's commanded by the person who has responsibility for us. And this story we hear tonight involves a man obeying Philip, his spiritual father, in a matter of money. Now, St. Philip Neri asked him to give, or rather to take the money back from the banker he'd invested with. And he obeyed Philip, not because Philip was a financial wizard. Philip wasn't a financial wizard. We saw how his uncle had tried to make him the heir of his fortune, and Philip had declined to be the, to be the heir, to be the 
businessman that his uncle was, and he set off for Rome to follow this inspiration of living like a hermit in the center of Rome, the center of the church. And although Philip always had money to give away, he wasn't himself an expert in finances. But the Holy Spirit inspired Philip to tell his spiritual son to get the money back. This would happen later on when St. Philip had sent two of his priests to Milan. And right before the plague came, Philip called them back. So this gift that Philip had of predicting or prophecy of knowing the future was not only for explicitly for spiritual things, it was also even for financial things. Now, Philip knew that this son of his needed the money. He knew that somehow his family needed the money. He said, get it back. Now, Philip also had a sense of how to mortify people. If you keep following this book, and if you get devoted to St. Philip, he may, as a spiritual father in your life, he may ask you to do some embarrassing things sometimes. But as we hear in tonight's story, the man accepted the embarrassment and it turned out very well for him. Because right before he was going to lose all his money with this banker, he got the money back. And then that banker himself, not through anything criminal, but through misfortune, failed. Now you ask, well, why didn't St. Philip help the banker? Well, we're not told. Maybe the banker didn't want help. Or maybe that God knew what was best for that banker. Maybe in this case, it was, it was good for the soul of the banker that he, the business failed. We don't know. We know that in the life of John Henry Newman, his father, who was a banker, uh, went bankrupt. And it led his son to have to stay at school all summer long. He couldn't go home. His family was in such bad shape. And it was in that summer of 1816 that St. John Henry Newman discovered God, had a mystical experience that changed the rest of his life. So God can, through financial collapse, through financial burdens, can bring great good. But it also is the case that poverty can make people do bad things, do terrible things, lose trust in God. And we have this little story tonight where St. Philip helped someone financially. So let us not always in our friendships, in all our relationships, let us not always be focused on purely spiritual things. We need to be concerned about our friends' financial situations, making sure they have what they need, if we can help them in any way. We may not be able to predict the future, but we should have some concern about how our friends are doing. I mean, if someone's hungry, if someone is sick, and we're just telling them to pray, do this, do this, go to Mass, well, we maybe need first to take care of some of their material situation, their material problems, before we urge on them something spiritual. We have to gain people's trust. We have to show them that we love them, we care for them, and then they'll be more likely to listen to us. But whether we're rich or whether we're poor, 
or whether we're somewhere in the middle. We need to be fortified by the church's sacraments before we die. We need to tell our family members that we're Catholic. We need our friends, our neighbors to know if something happens to me, call for the priest. We want to receive the end of our life, we want to receive the last rites, it's so-called, the last sacraments, the three. Confession, anointing of the sick, and Holy Communion as viatical. Just as our Christian life begins with baptism, the anointing of confirmation and Holy Communion, so the end of our life, we're fortified for the final battle for our souls, the final battle to reach heaven by the anointing of the sick, confession, and holy communion. Let us ask St. Philip, St. Philip, help us to die a good death. Help us to die fortified with the sacraments of the church. And help us not to be too addicted to money and riches, for we can't take it with us. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.